0: listening
1: to the Dale Upright Show. Welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us. It is Thursday, November 9th. Our headlines for tonight are: "Vivek takes no prisoners during GOP debate, Savages Haley, DeSantis and NBC moderators. Trump says he would consider Tucker Carlson as a 2024 U.S. presidential election running mate. The U.S. Army gets desperate, puts white men back in its ads. Patently absurd conspiracy theory in Kentucky elections shot down by officials. Voting machines in one Pennsylvania county flip votes for judges, an error to be fixed in tabulation. And Texas firm Authentics backs GOP push for high-tech fraud-proof ballots. Joining me tonight, I have our unofficial CTO, our unofficial chief executive producer, and all-around great guy, John. How are you doing tonight? Doing well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. And also joining us tonight, we have a special guest, uh, also a guest on the No Spoon podcast, a bee farm apiary enthusiast, a family man. Brad, how are you doing tonight?
2: Oh, peachy keen jelly bean, I tell you what. A lot of news, the, the articles sound great, can't wait to talk about
1: them. Me too, I'm glad you joined us, thank you, I know it was last minute, so um, so yeah, our first story for tonight is, of course, everyone's talking about it, the GOP presidential debate last night, um, before we get into it, uh, I just kind of wanted to give my thoughts on it real quick, it, it seems to me, and I, I would say a lot of people would, would say that this is kind of bread and circus. Um, Donald Trump obviously has, uh, the support behind him to where nobody on the stage is really going to get, uh, you know, is really going to put a, uh, uh, a dent in, in, in the, uh, support for Donald Trump. And I think, uh, he's got the nomination in the bag as long as, you know, he doesn't get, uh, taken off the ballots like they're trying to do in Colorado, um, but also, and uh, we, we were talking before the show about this, for the, for the first, to me personally, for the first, it seemed like 20, 25 minutes of the presidential debate, I couldn't tell if we were deciding the president of the United States or if we were deciding the prime minister of Israel. And regardless of your thoughts, I understand some of you guys, a lot of you guys, are pro Israel. It's part of your, your religion, and that's fine. And some of you guys are like free Palestine. Uh, they've been occupied, and that's fine. But if you're an American, all right, what? Why are we talking about this for the first half hour of the debate? What do you guys think?
0: I thought uh, I kept looking at the flag behind them all as they were standing there, and kept seeing red, white, and blue. But all the questions were missing missing a color. There, it's like we, <laughs> you like you said, it didn't seem like we were we were talking about president, but prime minister. Um, I would have totally understood like a one-off question on it, um, but to just continue on that long when we're dealing with so many problems in this country, with high gas prices, inflation's out of control. I mean, housing looks like we're about to hit like 10% interest rate here soon, so it's about to get wild.
2: Yeah, I, I got to kind of agree with John. Like one question, totally understand it because this person's going to be potentially the president of the United States. And they deal with foreign policy, so I would right. like to know where they stand on this right. uh foreign policy matter. However, you can do it in one question
1: <laughs> right yeah, certainly you it's a, it's a news topic. it's been you know it's an important topic. it's been uh, uh, a pivotal um, you know story for the last ever since October seventh since the Hamas attack. Um, but yeah. It, it, like I think it was like the first twenty five thirty minutes was uh, was just um, about that topic, and it's like, man, I can't help but think that we are doing a little bit of pandering to special interests. It just really seems like, really you know? did feel
0: like it.
2: And, and I do have to say, I I really liked Vivek's answer. I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Israel has every right to defend themselves. I mean, it, even if their government's playing shenanigans. It's, it's, it's their, it's their fight. You know what I mean? Like we were in our, we were in the Middle East for 20 years.
0: Yeah. The only
2: one who could really get us out of that was us. And we didn't, we stayed, we stayed in there for, for 20 years. And, and so non-existent you know, WMDs. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, we don't need to get involved. You know, they're an ally. So, it, you know, if they want to buy ammunition from us for a discounted price. Yeah, sure. But uh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't need to be 30 minutes of a, presidential primary debate
1: yeah i did think it was interesting um that, and and i haven't been followed just because trump has got so much pull behind him and that really and like i said it's kind of you know a uh it's kind of a non-sequitur but uh i i, I thought it was interesting like I, I i thought it was interesting that the the most american first candidate was an uh an indian guy whose name i can't pronounce who i hadn't really heard of um, up until last night, I know he's been on um, a couple of podcasts. He's been on Tim Pool and a couple of other podcasts. And I didn't know who he was. I didn't know he was a CEO. I didn't know he was 38 years old. But, um, yeah, kind of uh, what you touched on, Brad, his answer was the only American first uh, Yeah, the answer. only acceptable answer. It was the only acceptable answer. And he came out and he said, uh, Israel has the, the right to defend themselves and uh, so does America. And he said they also have a res- they also have a responsibility to be independent. And so they we don't need to be we don't need to be getting uh, getting tied up. And I am going to play this clip here in a little bit once we're done kind of commenting on it. But uh, he he also mentioned how we've been we've been involved in Middle Eastern wars um, for longer. I think he mentioned 20 years, but it's been longer than that. Um, us funding Al Qaeda, us funding ISIS, and then us turning around and saying these are the bad guys. Oh, the before that. The Mouha- right. yeah, exactly, and and uh, us uh, overthrowing the Shah, right? So like, there's so much history that goes back into this, and uh, I okay. like four decades, four yeah.
2: decades, decades of regime change and replacing it with uh, with <laughs> let's just say rowdy bunch.
1: Right, you know? a, a rowdy bunch that ends up ha- hating us. They always end up turning on us. Everybody they hate, has... us.
2: they hate their government. They hate everybody around them because they watch nothing but their family be dismembered by bombs that they didn't even know where that,
1: that are either why. that are yeah. either ours or that we sent to somebody to bomb them. So right. yeah, right. and so. not
2: only that, not only that, but if if we get involved with this stuff, I really do think that that Israel's uh forward moving operation really changes based off of are they going to have our treasury to help back their plans. Right. And so right. if if they don't have that, they have to be much more strategic and that's what people want anyway. They don't want Americans don't want Israel to just kill innocent people. Right. We really don't. So let's 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 make it strategic for Israel by maybe not giving the tap a full blast, you know what I mean? Cuz then you got to be a little bit more strategic. So, right, your your
1: foreign, your foreign policy, your foreign policy is probably a lot more tactful when you don't have uh, you know, Big Brother money. Big Daddy America coming in behind you. It's kind of like a kid on the playground, right, who's bullying everybody yeah. else. And if he comes up against somebody his size, then well, he's got this bigger brother that's going to come fight his fights for him, right? Exactly. That kid's exactly. going to be spoiled yeah. and he's going to get into a lot of fights that he shouldn't have. You really Um, shouldn't be. So I'm going to play this uh, clip here. Um, It was Vivek's uh, intro, and I thought that this was very Trump-esque. He he was the only one, as far as I know, that didn't attack um, Trump directly. And so um, our next story here, we're going to talk about what Trump was saying about a possible uh, VP candidate. But to me, this uh, really kind of echoed what Trump said. So we're going to watch this here real quick.
3: Swami, let me turn to
0: you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you, uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former
3: president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. It's a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronald McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022 no red wave that never came we got trounced last night in 2023 and I think that we have to have accountability in our party for that matter Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign I will turn over my yield my time to you and frankly look the people they're cheering for losing in the Republican Party think about who's moderating this debate this should be Tucker Carlson Joe Rogan and Elon Musk We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. (laughs) Do you think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, do you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? (laughs) They wouldn't do it. Accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is time up. Let me turn to Governor, Governor Governor Christie. Christie. Why? Are you-
1: yeah. So that really that really kind of seemed right up the Trump vein to me, like, asking why NBC is even hosting this pri- this primary in the first place, which is a great question. I mean, even Fox News, like he said, it should be Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk, and Joe Rogan, right? That's who, that's yeah. who the conservative base is watching, right? They're not watching Fox News, and they're certainly not watching NBC. So uh, I thought that was a great point, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think Lester Holt's one of my MVPs. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: He's known for his conservative uh, policies, but yeah, um, totally. So on the, on the, you know, on the subject of Trump and VPs and uh, you know, who he would pick our, uh, our next headline, Trump says he would consider Tucker Carlson as a 2024 U S presidential election running mate. Now, I don't know. And I don't think that Tucker Carlson has um, voiced any interest in this, but uh, who knows, maybe maybe the fact right that's that's what we want that's that's the kind of person that would actually do a good job is somebody that's not interested in the job but yeah. uh maybe after after trump voicing his uh support for the idea um he he would consider it but um he he appeared on the clay travis and the buck's sexton show um yesterday on wednesday and uh he had said that he would uh he would consider um Tucker Carlson, and they asked him about uh, uh, anybody that was running um, for the presidential um, candidacy, and he was pretty vague about it. I think his answer was something along the lines of well, some of the people that are on the stage, I, uh, support, um, and, uh, some of the people I have no respect for. So to me, it's pretty obvious, uh, who he would have no respect for somebody like Ron DeSantis, who has come out firing against him. Right. And, you know, I think, I think DeSantis has done a great job as governor in Florida. Um, but I think his campaign, I think going after Trump is kind of like shooting yourself in the foot a little bit, um. And I kind of like uh, I kind of like Vivek's angle on it a little bit more. And in fact, by by Vivek um, in that opening argument and him saying that NBC was uh, disseminating uh, uh, Hillary Clinton disinformation by pushing the Trump Russia collusion, he was actually defending Trump. Um, and so, and Desantis has kind of done the complete opposite, where he has um, basically done nothing but attack Trump. And so I don't think that certainly Trump would consider DeSantis. Probably not Chris Christie. I think probably if Trump were to pick somebody that was running, it would probably be Nikki Haley. It would be Vivek because he's been support. He's oh, been God, pretty I much supportive, me. or or Haley just because that's the strategic um, avenue, which. Please God Trump, Trump. no strategic? I don't no, I don't even think
0: he would ever consider
1: that I don't think it's a wise decision but I think his handlers you know his advisors right. would tell him listen she's a woman yeah. she's got the boomer right. conserv. she's got the boomer conservative vote she does I, I mean I don't agree well, with that just it like, just at like all. he
2: endorsed just like he endorsed uh <laughs> Ronna Romney McDaniel right. in 2020 for for RNC chair
1: Right, I mean, and McCarthy, and McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's how we got at One point on that yeah. is through
0: through them being in the lead, they have taken off their masks and shown exactly who they were, that's, and they will that... not be in their position for much longer. Well, yeah, McCarthy's well, already out, yeah. and hopefully, I,
1: I... hopefully Ron and McDaniel is. A hard time's uh, coming. Yeah, hopefully. Sh-
0: you, look at the last two elections. We've gotten smacked through, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Right. Still. Republicans have gotten smacked in the last two elections. Like if you're our top, like if you're the coach of the team and you keep getting smacked, it's time for a new coach.
1: Right. And I appreciated Vivek being honest and saying that Republicans have become a party of losers and Um, You know, I'm pretty active on gab.com. It's social media. It's a free speech social media website. And that is what the, uh, you know, that is what the consensus is on Gab is. It's a bunch of people who used to be conservatives, used to be Republicans, but they got tired of people like Ronald McDaniel leading us to nothing but L's. Nothing but L's year after year after year. And you would think that after, you know, open election fraud, Um, for how many years and, uh, you know, everything that's happened, you know, the Republicans have no problem with pointing the finger at the Democrats and saying, see, look, this is what they're doing. But then when it comes time to hold them accountable, to throw people in jail, to throw judges in jail, like look at all these trials that Trump's going through. Where are the Republicans that are, you know, supposed to be, uh, you know, keeping keeping these judges accountable i mean certainly these people can't just do whatever they want right so why is this even happening you know the thing about democrats is they're collectivists so at a certain point depending on their platform they'll just set their differences aside and they'll all agree on some you know some uh some platform and they'll they'll get they'll they'll work together to get the republicans out no matter what it takes whereas republicans and I, I you know i am an individual individualist but conservatives and republicans were individualists so when uh you know when when somebody is uh you know running as a conservative or a republican we'll kind of nitpick and we'll say well we don't re- agree with this person we don't agree with this person but we won't all we won't all just gang together to get rid of the the people who are absolutely ruining this country right we'll we'll put our differences before the benefit of the American people. And I think Vivek kind of touched on that and saying we need somebody. And, and I think, uh, it was, there was an article about you could hear on McDaniel saying that the RNC was not going to give Vivek any money. And it's just clear to me.
0: They wouldn't give him a dime. They
1: wouldn't give him a dime. And the reason that she is doing that, like she could actually change. Right. And she could actually get Vivek's support if she, endorsed and supported a candidate who was America first. But she's gonna put her own spiteful um dislike for Vivek in front of what's good for her constituents, what's good for the Republican base, the conservative base, right? So well, imagine
0: the RNC not liking someone that he had people laughing last night. All of his answers were very Trumpian. Imagine the RNC not liking someone like that.
1: Yeah. Shocked. I would be surprised. <laughs> right. So that was kind of the. the I wonder uh, why
2: it's so hard for the RNC to, to get donations.
1: Right. They, only can, they can only get donations when um, they're losing and somebody like Biden is in office. Republicans don't want to win because then the donations stop flowing. Right. When Republicans are actually in charge, they don't get the donations. So they kind of want a boogeyman to say, look, they're going to take your guns away. Look, they're going to take your freedom of speech away. But when they're in charge, they won't put uh, they won't put in place the safeguards that will keep people from doing that. So and uh, I appreciated Vivek's honesty in saying, look, and we've look, we've become the party of losers. Right. We just want to be the we want to be the yeah, we want to be the people behind so that we can get support. So that was kind of the GOP presidential debate highlights. Our next story is the uh, the new uh, U.S. Army. The headline is the U.S. <laughs> Army gets desperate, puts white men back in its ads. So um, real quick, I wanted to play for you guys the ad. And we all know that the Army, the U.S. Army has, with its ads in, in the recent past, have been extremely woke right we've got the dog we've got the dog person who was uh in one of their ads we've got um you know the lesbian non-binary um ads and everything like that this is their latest ad when when we've got a a a war that's ramping up in the middle east this is the type of ad that the u.s army puts out here on twitter So what do you guys think about that? I mean, to me, it seems like uh like the headline before had mentioned they're getting pretty desperate. They wouldn't put um if, if we were in a time of peace, um, or if we weren't uh ramping up a war that they need new recruits for, they certainly wouldn't be putting nothing but white men in their advertisements because they haven't in the past. So
2: Well, I think it's it's pretty obvious that the military's desperate for for recruits i mean i know i certainly would not want to go i mean i love them i love our country but there's no way this commander-in-chief if you could call him that is somebody that i would accept uh to lead me i mean that would be so irresponsible for me i wouldn't tell my children to do it you know it's 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 quite obvious they're desperate, and I think it's it it, uh, it it speaks volumes that their commercial has changed like this. You know that the demographic is now white men again. Right.
0: Yeah, that's what happens when you have such severe recruiting shortfalls. You got to go back to the base that you think are extremists
1: right yeah. yeah exactly uh you know uh, a couple months ago um before this uh this stuff in the the this conflict in the middle east all kicked off um they would have been calling those very same people in the ads that i just showed they would have been calling them far-right extremists um and they they were kicking those kind of people out and so now we need more recruits and uh we need some cannon fodder we need some uh pin cushions So they're, uh, they're showing, uh, they're showing the white men again. So before we get to our next story, I wanted to, um, remind you guys, uh, um, to like and share and comment on the video. Um, let us know what you thought of the, uh, Republican presidential, uh, debate. Um, whether you think it's bread and circus or whether you think that, um, any of the candidates are actual viable candidates that would do a good job. Do you think anybody... Uh, actually, stands a chance against Trump. Um, personally, I don't. I don't think. I don't think John or Brad do either. But I will say, I didn't know very much about Vivek before last night's um, debate, and I like him a lot more. Like I said, he was the only America First candidate um, through and through. And so, if for whatever reason, you know, Tucker Carlson or uh, you know, doesn't work out for Trump. Um, out of anybody on the stage, I certainly think he would make a better VP than anybody else. So comment what you think and uh, like and share the video. And for our next uh, couple of stories, we've got some election news. Um, this past Tuesday, there were a couple of elections uh, nationwide. There were there was one in Kentucky, uh, PA and a couple of different states. But there were some shenanigans that happened what? in. in Yeah. Imagine that shock complete shock in kentucky um i got an article here from the huffington post so this is from the huffington post right and their headline is quote unquote patently absurd conspiracy theory in kentucky election shot down by officials so the story is is that uh and you guys are going to be you guys are going to be shocked to hear this there was a gas line that uh, that uh, started leaking and they had to kick oh, no. they had to uh-huh. kick they had to kick everybody out and they had to extend the voting hours. So um, you know, where have I heard this before? At least yeah, they wasn't there a burst the water hours. line
0: that turned out to be like a clogged toilet in the last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that that harkens back to twenty twenty. And so Yeah. I, but I wonder don't, if
0: they actually evacuated the building because they were leaking gas or right. if they stayed to count when they kicked everyone else out.
1: Right 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 what happened you know if the I, I, I think they kicked people out i i think it was um if i remember they really had
2: suitcases under tables <laughs> you know, right
1: really? right yeah or, uh, sorry yeah.
2: not not suitcase whatever the hell that freaking thing is that...
1: yeah they were ballot boxes or they were ballot cases no they were or... they
2: were suitcases with wheels on the sides of them that fancy people call a certain thing instead of a freaking suitcase like a normal
1: we Give call them day. official we-need-more-Democratic-ballot boxes.
0: Yeah.
1: The last so, resort.
0: We call it the Samson option.
1: Yeah, yeah. the Samson <laughs> option. I like that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so, the, I believe the the actual extended hours were only like a half an hour. But my main question is, is um, what happened? when they kicked everybody out um and were there people allowed to uh, were they adjudicating ballots and were people allowed to watch them adjudicate ballots and uh you know what's the whole story and of course the the huffington post angle on it is well these theory these conspiracy theories were shot down by officials okay To the Huffington Post and anybody out there, I trust the officials about as much as I can. I I trust them. I I don't trust them at all, actually. That's ridiculous, (laughs) all right? I don't trust them at all. Well, this is
0: what they do. They'll call it a conspiracy theory now. And then in like six months when everybody's, you know, we're on to the next thing because there's always another thing happening that's just blatantly obvious. They're going to be like, well, it wasn't a gas leak. Now what happened is someone had a balloon that popped, so there was a little extra helium and we yeah, just so wanted to be saved so it was published out. And then
1: yeah. if you talk about it, they just call you conspiracy theorists. Yeah, listen, we put cardboard over the windows, but we did that for you know the benefit of the people inside because we had to we had to hide UV their light identity. Coming in. Yeah, yeah, too much UV light. It was unhealthy, the uh the Deny
2: deny, deny, deny. And then when you can't deny any longer you didn't mean it. Right.
1: Yeah. It was this an is,
2: accident. It's not really happening. Yeah, you did that.
1: It's not happening, but if it is, it's a good thing.
2: So <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and along those <laughs> along those same lines, in Pennsylvania, our home state here, we've got uh, a headline out of PBS Voting machines in one Pennsylvania county flip votes for judges, an error to be fixed in tabulation, according to PBS. So, yeah, Huffington Post, PBS, I trust these guys about as far as I can throw Chris Christie. It's yeah. not not very far. <laughs> All right? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Pretty not oh, far. I'm sorry, I got a mental <laughs> picture of that and lost it. Yeah,
1: there's one thing about the debate. It was entertaining just because you had the likes of Haley and Chris Christie and Vivek. And, you know, there's a there's a I don't lot. think it would did have been entertaining seen... at all if Vivek wouldn't have been there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Did anyone see how Chris Christie was using that podium as like a like a third leg? Because his two other legs were really tired, apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, did anybody like, else mean, the, notice? The, the poor podium was just like...
1: The sinking in the, yeah. the, the and, cameraman i'm pretty sure the cameraman was trolling him because they, oh kept, my, they, do? Kept, they kept on doing wide angles on chris christie <laughs> and the and the camera would orbit around him you know as if he's oh. got his own gravitational pull oh, <laughs> The
2: camera has yeah. an extra hundred pounds and everybody
1: knows this yeah so that makes him about 400
0: so <laughs> but going back to the pa thing one of the things that i like i completely understand the whole get out to vote thing but I truly don't think it matters um, how much we get out to vote when there are flawed systems that we're using to vote. Like, how many times do we have to find these machines connected to the Internet when they're not supposed to be? We have people entering invalid SD cards with voting rolls on it. We have um, b- vote flipping. Oh, but they'll fix it in the post. Right. Like, right. come on now. Yeah. How many times yeah, do we have to go down the stage? Tab- tab- what was that?
2: they'll fix it in tabulation what oh that yeah mean? they'll fix yeah. it with a tabulator they'll, yeah they'll, and, they'll, and that's when you get
1: the giant like at, at, at like what was right it? the big F, yeah. in the morning straight up for biden what they mean by yeah. we'll fix it is we'll make we'll all the republican it, yeah. votes democrat votes yeah right? that's fixing it's, it we we see that you voted for the republican but we know what you meant you meant to vote for the democrats so yeah
2: or, I, they'll vote. or they'll vote down down ballot until president and that not vote at all, you know, it's like, why wouldn't you vote for president?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. We talked before the show, like, I don't want to be blackpilled. I want to give people solutions. I'm not going to be the person that tells you that um, voting uh, doesn't have any effect, but I'm also not going to be the guy that sits there and says, get 10 friends and go vote because I'll be honest with you guys. If you guys are feeling a little bit hopeless, I am too okay i don't know that you can really vote your way out of tyranny and it kind of seems like yeah. we're in tyranny you know that might it sound that Black the last pill, time you... voting
0: worked was 2016 and then they
1: figured it out and i think i was gonna say i Before think that. they cheated i think they've been cheating for years they've been oh, cheating. 100 no, percent. but the last time years. i feel like we over we
0: right over voted to the point where they're like So so there's so there's
1: there's an argument. There's an argument to be made there. Right. For. Well, if you if you just vote and we get 10 times the amount of votes than the Democrats do. Right. So there's there's an argument to be made there. But it's like, why can't we just have like the people that we already voted for for the last eight to 16 years? Why aren't they throwing people in jail for this? Well, you yeah. Know?
0: And why does it take longer to count electronic ballots than it is taking to you used to take to count paper ballots? Like right. what's going on here? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Almost every episode of this podcast so far, I have endorsed paper ballots only, and that kind of is a good transition into our last uh, headline here. We've got. Uh, let me see here. Texas firm authentic backs GOP push for high tech fraud proof ballots. Uh, and that's coming from the Washington Post. So this is, if I'm not mistaken, John, this is a blockchain um avenue no, or No, this
0: is uh this is almost like the watermarked money paper type ballot with okay. like security features that are in the paper than just like the paper that we've been using. Um so this is a more uh, a harder to fake.
1: But this is for paper ballots. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So At the end of the day, um, it seems like there's no reason. Listen, in 2020, we had to wait from uh, whatever uh, election Tuesday was. It was the beginning of November, the first Tuesday of November, right? We had to wait from the first Tuesday in November until what? The middle of December to find out who the president was, according to Facebook and Google and all these people. What's the point of using... Uh, voting machines and high-tech software if I've got to wait a month and a half to find out who won, okay? I can think of a lot of, you know, uh, I can think of many counties, many countries that could count paper ballots ten times faster than that, right? So what is the point? Well,
2: to find find people on the voter rolls that didn't show up that they can use the names of.
1: Right, who have been dead for. Or to pick up people. For a hundred years, I think there was. Yeah. I think Crowder found uh, uh, somebody. Uh, there were, there were, they were getting people from the from the voter registration that have been dead, and, and one of the people I think had been dead from the early nineteen hundreds. So yeah, yeah,
2: or no. or vo- voting with an address that leads to a parking garage.
1: <laughs> don't or, know how,
2: or a sign.
1: <laughs> don't know how we didn't catch that one. So. But uh, that's our uh, that's our last story for the night. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure one, you okay. Hey,
2: real quick, I just want to point something out. We were uh, talking about the debate today. I just got two messages from Nikki Haley's campaign. <laughs> okay, one of them was at six seventeen, and it says, "There's a lot being said about me right now."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go to
2: a website, and then at seven o three, it's the same exact message again. So. You can, you can see last night might not have been the best for uh, Dick, Dick Cheney with heels.
0: Dick Cheney and three-inch
2: heels. Yeah,
1: well, it was funny because I think there were a lot of, like, establishment, conservative – Publications that were saying, I mean, and this is laughable to me, having watched the debate, and maybe you guys agree, but they were saying Nikki Haley won the debate by far, and Vivek looks stupid. Oh. That was that was coming from from uh, conservative oh. publications, and it was like, just, were you guys,
0: out the Trump playbook for him.
1: Right? Yeah. Were you guys watching the same debate that we were? Because yeah. the only person who who really spoke to the American people, the only person that uh, that the American people. Yeah, that the, that the well, not even the crowd that was there in person, because I think a lot of donors were there in person. But uh-huh. when you get on Twitter and you see the support for Haley versus Vivek, you'll yeah. get you'll get a good microcosm as to who had the support and who got the uh, the final say there. So, yeah. thank you guys for watching. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to add, John? Nope, I'm good. Make sure you guys uh, like and share the podcast and comment on how you think the, uh, the presidential debate went and if it matters at all. And we'll see you guys on Saturday.